Word nerds, what is up with you? Let's talk about the words in this episode of the Dictionary. Hello, word nerds, how are you doing? Great, so wonderful. Uh, Let's just get into the words because I've been talking slower and I've been having a lot to say and the episodes are getting longer, so let's get into it. So, the first word in this episode is cruise control. Two words, noun from 1960. One, an electronic device in a vehicle that controls the throttle so as to maintain a constant speed. Uh, Yeah, sometimes I use this in my car. I use this electronic device in my vehicle. You hit the button to turn it on, then you set your speed, you hit set, you take your foot off the gas, and then the car just goes at that speed. If you go up a hill, the car has to put some extra gas. It's very smart, this car. All these cars have these these days. Uh, and then if it's going down a hill, it might uh, you know, put on the brake or less, lessen the gas or whatever it has to do, but it's trying to remain at a constant speed. But you, you got to be careful. You can't do this when there's a whole bunch of other cars around you if your speed has to fluctuate up and down. This is best if you're on the open road or there's just not a lot of cars around and uh, you can just stay at a constant speed. Um, and then uh, what, what? some cars these days, these fancier cars, they got little buttons. If you want to raise the speed by like one mile per hour or maybe one kilometer per hour, you hit the up button and it just goes up. Or you can hit the down button and it goes down. Um, it's great. And I think it is also better on gas mileage. You're going to get better gas mileage if you use the cruise, cruise control. Uh, but yeah, you, you can only use it in certain places. Two, a relaxed and seemingly automatic pace that is easily maintained. Uh, that could be anything. A relaxed and seemingly automatic pace. It could be uh, well, so many things, either physical or mental. You could say, wait, we're in cruise control. We're just doing it, just just going, going for it at this uh, automatic pace that we can maintain easily. All right, I got to make a sound. What sound is, is, is me going to make? These literally are not planned ahead of time. So that's, that's why you get what you get. Next is cruise missile. Two words, noun from 1959. A guided missile that has a terrain-following radar system and that flies at moderate speed and low altitude. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's very smart technology for 1959. It can follow the terrain, it's got radars, uh, yeah, and then it's gonna hit something and blow it up. Yay, great, wonderful, he says sarcastically. Okay, what was the sound effect I made? I don't know. Next is Cruiser, noun from 1695. One, a vehicle that cruises. As 1A, a vehicle that cruises. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, this is interesting. So 1A, the synonym is squad car. And yeah, that's a police car. We hear them called cruisers. But I still don't totally understand why that would be a cruiser. Um... It's a vehicle that cruises. They cruise. The cop cars cruise. How do they cruise? 
Do they have cruise control? Do they are are they going at a smooth and effortless speed? Why why do we call them cruisers? I don't understand that. One B, a powerboat with facilities necessary for living aboard, and this is called also cabin cruiser. Um, so oh, and the the example of these facilities would be a cabin and plumbing. Why exactly it's called a, a cruiser? Because it has those things, not entirely sure. But yes, you can cruise on the boat. And, well, I guess, see, see, I'm thinking of this as like a, uh, uh, just a, a single person boat. Or maybe a few people, like a sailboat. But no, this is maybe more of like a cruise ship. Is cruise ship on here? No. We can call those a cruiser, I guess. Number two. A large, fast, moderately armored and gunned warship is a cruiser. Number three, a person who cruises. They can they can cruise in so many different ways. In a car, on a boat, in a plane, on a bike, probably. They're just a cruiser. Okay. Next is cruiser weight. So, this is one word, um, and weight is like, you know, how much you weigh, cruiser weight, noun from 1920, a boxer in a weight division having a maximum limit of 190 pounds. But is there not a minimum limit? Don't they have, don't they have a, like a minimum and a maximum? But, uh, but yeah, okay, so the boxers, I wonder if there's a, if, um, if wrestlers also have this, but definitely boxers have cruiser weight. I've never heard of it before because I don't follow boxing. B. Next is crawler. C R U L L E R. Noun from 1801. One. A small sweet cake in the form of a twisted strip fried in deep fat. Wow fried in deep fat is quite something had no idea that they were fried in deep fat are all donuts fried in deep fat some are baked i think it's more of like an oil now but maybe it's a deep fat why what is a deep fat what does deep mean here number two this is northern and midland and it is an unraised donut. So all unraised donuts in northern and midland, wherever that is, they call them crullers. But most people call that call crullers. Um, they call their their sweet, small sweet cake, twisted, and fried. Uh, this is from Dutch krull, which is a twisted cake. Also from krull, but spelled differently, which means curly. That's why it's twisted. Uh, and there's more of the word curl. Next is crumb. C-R-U-M-B. First form. Noun from before the 12th century. 1A. A small fragment, especially of something baked as bread. Just a small fragment of bread. Uh, I think I think there's a line in a They Might Be Giant song 
that has the word crumb in it. So maybe I'll put in a clip. Got a job at the crumb factory. It's my very first job. Uh, okay, 1B, a porous aggregate of soil particles. Those are called crumbs. And a porous aggregate of soil. So it's just a bunch of soil together. I think that's just what it is. Two, the synonym is bit, B-I-T, as in a crumb of good news. Just got a little bit of good news. Just a bit of it. The rest of it is bad news. Three, the soft part of bread. The soft part of bread? What's the hard part of bread? The crust is still pretty soft. How do you, how does this, how do you use this one? A crumb of bread. A crumb of bread is just a little piece. Number four is slang, and it is a worthless person. You are being such a crumb. I think I might be a crumb. Uh, the etymology isn't very helpful, so we're going to move on to beep. The second form of crumb, transitive verb from the 14th century, one, to break into crumbs. You got? Can you go crumb that soft part of bread into crumbs? Number two, to cover or thicken with crumbs. What? To cover or thicken with crumbs. Is this like you're thickening a, a, a soup? No, not. You probably wouldn't thicken the soup with crumbs, would you? What else? What else? I need some examples. Number three, to remove crumbs from, as in crumb a table. In very fancy restaurants, you will see the waiters come by with these, uh, they sort of look like knives, and they just scrape it across the table to remove all the crumbs and all the crap that the previous people left there, uh, and then it just goes onto the floor. Next is crumble. First form, let's get ready to crumble. This is a verb from 1547, uh, starting with transitive. There's just one, and it is to break into small pieces. Crumble, just as the, the cookie, the, that's the way the cookie crumbles into small pieces. Intransitive, one to fall into small pieces. So the first one, you are actively breaking it into small pieces, and this one, the thing is just falling by itself into small pieces. And the synonym there is disintegrate. Two, to break down completely, and the synonym is collapse. As in, marriages crumble. Sometimes it happens. They just, they just collapse down completely, and it has crumbled. Uh, you know, it's not just marriages. It's it, friendships, relationships, all those kinds of ships. Uh, let's see. This is from Middle English, kremlin, which is from Old English. What is this word? Gekrimian? G-E. C-R-Y-M-I-A-N. No clue how to pronounce Old English. I just like to say Grikimian, and that means to crumble. Yeah. Beep. Second form of crumble is a noun from 1860, 
one. Something crumbled. Also, fine debris. That's just called crumble. Number two is the second definition for the word crisp. Beep. Next is crumblings. With an I-N-G-S. Crumblings. Noun from 1660. It is crumbled particles. So, is this crumble? Something has crumbled into pieces, and then those have been crumbled into particles, and they're crumblings? Are they just little, little crumbles? Crumblings. I don't know why I like that word. Crumblings. Crumblings. Okay, next. Beep. I, I literally have no idea what that first sound effect was that I made, so it's just sort of something. It's something new, I think. Okay, crumbly. Adjective from 1523. Easily crumbled, and the synonym is friable, as in crumbly soil. It's, it's not hard. Maybe it's kind of hard, but then you can easily break it up into maybe crumblings. Crumbliness is a noun. What is the crumbliness of this soil? Friable. I've never heard of that word. F-R-I-A-B-L-E. Curious about that. Beep. Next is crumb structure. Two words. Noun from circa 1906. A soil condition suitable for farming in which the soil particles are aggregated into crumbs. I think I need to reread this. A soil condition suitable for farming. So the condition of the soil is good for farming. Um, the soil particles are aggregated into crumbs. Huh? The They're put into crumbs? This is crumb? Do you want your soil to be crummy for farming? Oh, the cats are going crazy out there. Okay, not sure about that, but you, you call crumb structure, uh, that is a thing that farmers must discuss at the dinner table. How is the crumb structure today? Beep. Next is crummy. C-R-U-M-M-I-E or Y instead of the I-E. Noun from 1724. This is chiefly Scottish. And the synonym is cow, but especially one with crooked horns. So if a cow has crooked horns, the Scots call it a crummy. Why? Well, uh, this is from this Scottish word crumb, which means crooked. Uh, and that's that. Yeah, crooked, crumb, that's Scottish. A, a, a cow? With crooked horns is crummy. Beep. Next is crummy again, but this one is spelled either the C-R-U-M-M-Y version or crumby, although I don't think you would pronounce the B, C-R-U-M-B-Y, but it's just crummy. Adjective from 1567, number one is obsolete, and the synonym is crumbly. It's funny how if you take out the L, it just becomes crummy with no B sound. 
Then you put the L back in, and it's crumbly. Two, very poor or inferior. And the synonym is lousy, as in crummy weather. Also as in has a crummy job. I hope your crummy job isn't going out into crummy weather to talk about it. Crumminess is a noun. There's so much crumminess in that weather. Oh, maybe there's crumbs falling from the sky. That could be crummy weather. Next is the first form of crump. C-R-U-M-P. Crump. It is an intransitive verb from 1646. Number one, the synonym is crunch. Two, to explode heavily. To explode heavily is a crump. Oh, this is this is new to me. How can you explode heavily? Maybe the next one will help. Beep. Second form of crump, noun from 1914. One, a crunching sound. I've definitely never heard of crump used for crunching. Two. Synonyms are shell and bomb. There's the the bomb thing again. Crump. Interesting. Okay. Next. Trying to see if I can remember what that first sound effect was. It's, It's getting fun. We're having so much fun here, people. If you are not having fun listening to this podcast, you need to leave. Okay. This is education is all about fun. That's why this is edutainment. Okay, third form of crump, adjective from circa 1706. It is chiefly Scottish, and the synonym is brittle. So if something is brittle, it's, it breaks easily. Uh, the Scots call it crump. Uh, this is possibly perhaps an alternative of crimp, which means friable. There's that word again, friable. Beep. Next is crumpet, noun from uh, 1638. It is a small, round, unsweetened bread cooked on a griddle and usually split and toasted before serving. Maybe we need to post a picture of a crumpet. Um, are there any? Is there anything else from this episode or the last one that we might want to post a picture of? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Maybe oh, the cruller, maybe a cruller, uh, maybe, maybe crudite. Maybe we can find a good crudite, uh, a crudite platter, a platter of crudite. Okay, we got to get back on track here. So uh, that was uh, crumpet. The etymology for crumpet says it is from Middle English crumpid, which I guess it means cake, also wafer. Uh, literally means curled up cake. So maybe when you uh, when you put it on the griddle, maybe it get the edges get curled up a little bit. Uh, let's see anything else from the verb crumpin, which means to curl up. Maybe curling up with your cat on the couch with a blanket. No. Um, also from crumb, which means crooked. Huh? Yeah, crooked, crooked, and curling. That's a crumpet. That is why a crumpet is called a crumpet. 
I don't know if I've ever had a crumpet. It's very British, I think. B. Next is crumple. First form, verb from the 14th century, starting with transitive. One, to press, bend, or crush out of shape. You crumple up paper. That's uh, the thing I think that we do mostly. Uh, Synonym is rumple. Crumple and rumple. You're pressing it, bending it, or crushing it. Two, to cause to collapse. Like a building crumples. You're making the building crumple. Intransitive time, number one, to become crumpled. And two, the synonym is collapse. Next is the second form of crumple, noun from the 15th century. It is a wrinkle or crease made by crumpling. So when you crumple up a piece of paper, you have crumpled the paper, and then you can unfurl it, you can sort of flatten it out, but it's still going to have all of the, the creases and the wrinkles, and each one of those is called a crumple. So there's a crumple on a crumpled piece of paper. Crumply is an adjective. One more for this episode. It is crumple zone. Two words. Noun from 1973. And this is a section of an automobile body designed to absorb the force of an impact in order to protect the passengers. So maybe the trunk and maybe, possibly, maybe with the front of the car where the engine is, maybe they're designed to crumple a bit more uh, because then the rest of the, the thing where the people live, uh, that is needs to be very strong so it doesn't crumple on the people. You don't want a car to crumple on the people. That's very bad. Uh, but yes, the other parts, they can crumple a bit more, and that's where a lot of the energy of the, uh, the, uh, the impact is going to go. Okay, we did it. The words in this episode were cruise control, cruise missile, cruiser, cruiser weight, cruller, crumb, crumb, crumble, crumble, crumblings, crumbly, crumb structure, crummy, crummy, crump, 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 crumpet, crumple, crumple, crumple zone. I swear there were like twice as many words in this episode as there were in yesterday's episode. Okay, are we going to go the sweet, tasty dish route, or are we going to go cruise control? Uh, you know, crumbs are great. Crumbs, but but then they get all over the place. I don't know. Maybe we'll pick cruise control as the word of the episode, because it's very good. It helps you save on gas. I was just actually using cruise control a few days ago, and uh, my car has one of the the things that shows you your your estimated miles per gallon on a little electronic dial thing. And so uh, it went up when I put on the cruise control. The dial went up to say you're using, you're, you're getting a better miles per gallon uh, because you're using cruise control. Good job, Spencer. Good for you. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, when you can use it. It's pretty helpful, I think. Cruise control, we're going cruising on the highway. We're using cruise control at some sort of miles per hour. 
It could be 60 or 70 or 80, but then you're probably gonna get a ticket from the police. All right, enough of this nonsense. We gotta end this. Gotta end it right now. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Hello, my name is Michael Hunter. My buddy, David Spencer, and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know, the guys that did... Looks like we're gonna have to jump! I said, come on, for hobo guys, I said, come on. We're going through every Flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them, David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahooglapods, a Homestar Runner podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold, and at pipedreampodcast.com.